up, everybody? Welcome back to the Libraries and Weight Rooms podcast, where we address our mental and physical health while discussing mental and physical fitness. Welcome to the show. My name is DJ Lagori, and we have a fantastic topic to talk about today. Before I jump into it, would love and appreciate a quick rating of the podcast. What do you think? Do you like this? Do you not like it? What are your thoughts? Right? It's something that I've never really, I just started asking people to do, and, and my goal is to get 10 ratings. All right, I'm, I'm starting small. I want 10 people to say, yes, this is good. No, this is bad. Improve. Stay the same. It's kind of like my ability or, or my, my test to see if I can measure how I'm doing with these because I love doing them. I, I really enjoy speaking into some of these topics that have helped me personally in my life and, and topics that I've seen help other people. And today's topic, I think, can really, really help your mental health, like substantially. And what I want to do is I want to kind of explain how I, how I got to this point, how, what, I, what I was watching that totally, it blew my mind a little bit, and it also made me super happy. It made me really grateful that it was that strong of a practice to help with your mental health. So... I watched this documentary called Stuts, and some of you might have heard of it. I actually, I, I heard of it before it actually came out. Uh, I got an email for it because one of the individuals whose programs I'm going through, Brian Johnson, I've, I've talked about him a couple times on the show. He is the creator of the Optimize program and the CEO and founder of Heroic. And so I'm going through his coaching certification program right now, and he had sent an email a couple of weeks ago about this documentary called Stuts that was going to be released on Netflix. And it stars Jonah Hill and Jonah Hill's therapist, Phil Stutz. Phil Stutz is the coach, the life coach, performance coach, habits coach of Brian Johnson, who started this program. So I was aware of who Phil Stutz was. And so when I heard about this, I was like, oh, this is going to be a great documentary. So I highly, highly suggest watching this documentary. I think Jonah Hill did a fantastic job of directing it and the flow of it is just phenomenal. Really, really great documentary. So outstanding job, Jonah Hill. And so I decided to watch this documentary on a Friday night and it aligned a lot with what we talk about here on the podcast, but it also aligned a lot with certain things that I believe in and some of the core values of Acres of Diamonds, like being vulnerable and actually talking about things that might be challenging to you and not necessarily viewing that as a weakness, viewing it actually as a strength, having the courage, having the bravery to talk about the obstacles or the challenges or the perspectives that you have in your life that aren't serving you, right? I, I really think that is a, a form of strength in today's world, yet I think a lot of people still view it as weakness. So the way that this uh, this documentary is made is, is Jonah Hill kind of explains like it's, it's like a session it's like a therapy session. Now, I'm not going to ex explain exactly how the documentary goes. I, I think all of us need to watch it for our own, on our own time and, and kind of have our own perception of it. Yet, throughout the, uh, throughout the documentary, they talk about different things that Jonah Hill had experienced and learned in their sessions with Phil and, and kind of his, uh, his goal of it was to see if it would help other people. And it definitely did. And I think... It, it personally helped me because I think it validated some of the things that I believed in and some of the things that we talk about in Acres of Diamonds. And I think it also is going to have a very, very 
positive effect on the people who listen to it because it also shows you that you're not alone, right? Somebody like Jonah Hill, who is somewhat of a, you know, he's a celebrity. We know him very well. It's kind of like, you know, he has his challenges too, right? Celebrities and athletes and, and singers and all these people who we view as like larger than life, they're human beings too. They're, they're human beings who got good at a certain skill and then repeated that skill over and over again until now everybody knows them, right? They still have challenges and obstacles and stress and anxiety in their life, and they will do what they need to do in order to cope with it and manage it. And this is Jonah Hill's kind of public uh, presentation of it. So one of the tools that they talk about in this documentary is this idea of a pyramid. So I want you to like think of a pyramid, and there's three sections to this pyramid. There's a base, there's a middle, and then there's a top. And At the base of this pyramid is your body, all right? So like your physical body. And when they kind of start getting into this, Jonah Hill opens up about how when he was younger, he was overweight. I think I said as like a 14-year-old kid. And he actually brings a picture of himself onto into the documentary of what he looked like when he was 14. And Jonah Hill talks about how he goes, you know, I think we view physical exercise and keeping your body in shape as really only a benefit to your physical health, like your physical stature, like the way that you look. He goes, but we don't realize just how much of an impact it has on your mental health too. Not only internally, right, with like exercising is like a 12-hour mood boost, right? It really internally sets you up for like a, for a successful outcome kind of moving forward in your day. Yet externally, it obviously makes you look better. But yet when you like look at yourself in the mirror and you have a feeling of like, ooh, I look good, right? There's like a, a huge release of, of pleasure and of joy in, in your in, internally that you want to keep looking like that, right? Like your body image really determines a lot of the way that you feel and the way that you feel is gonna, going to align with more of your actions. So they talk about how this, the bottom pyramid is your body right? Actually exercising, actually having like a weekly regimen of going to a gym or doing some sort of physical stress to your body in order to manage your mental health, right? It's really like the goal of it. I I think the goal of it is that we can look at is like 50% or 50% of our exercise goes towards our physical health. 50% of your exercise goes towards your mental health. Think of it like that, right? It's not a hundred percent physical. It's 50, 50, all right? It's a, it's a huge contribution to the way you mentally perceive yourself, the way you mentally feel, right? So on the bottom of this pyramid was your body, all right? In the middle of the pyramid was your relationships, your relationships with other people. And Phil Stutz had an awesome point. He's like, he goes, you could literally sit down with somebody who you don't even like, you don't even agree with the things they stand for, their beliefs, anything. He goes, and that will help you. He goes, there's an energy, there's a connection. It's a feeling that you're not alone. A lot of the stress and anxiety that I have experienced and even heard other people talk about is this feeling that they're sometimes alone, like nobody understands them. And I completely get what they're saying, right? In having a relationship just with somebody else, a connection, a sense of community helps you so much internally because it validates that you're not alone, right? There is somebody else in your life. 
That's why friends are so important. That's why family are, is so important, right? Those people in your life that actually make you feel connected, right? Nobody wants to feel isolated. So in the middle of that pyramid was relationships. At the top of that pyramid was yourself. And really, he was talking about your relationship with yourself. And Jonah Hill was like, all right, well, explain that a little bit more. Like, what does that mean? And Phil Stutz had hit ta- starts kind of talking about like your unconscious, right? Like everything that we've experienced in our life goes into our unconscious and then we, we are unconscious of it, right? We're only conscious of the things that we like know what to do, to do with. Like I'm conscious of like picking up like a water bottle, but yet I'm unconscious of like the grades that I got in like first grade or my behavior in first grade. But yet sometimes those unconscious behaviors get brought to the surface when we deem them necessary, right? So Phil Stutz talks about how a great way to establish a better relationship with yourself is journaling. And he said, journal every morning. And he said, just write. And Jonah Hill's like, all right, like, like, what do you mean just write? He goes, literally just put words on a piece of paper. He goes, have no systematic approach to it. Do not plan what you're going to write. He said, just write. Because what that does is it forces your unconscious to kind of wake up. It forces your unconscious to like just put something on the paper. And he said, what that does is it ends up connecting you more with who you are. It ends up connecting you more with your experiences. So I've actually started doing this. I'm on day 11. I actually just keep track of each morning. I will wake up each morning before I go to the gym at 4.30 in the morning, and I will just write down things. I'll write down like 15 lines in, in a journal. And then I, and I read them back, and I'm like, where did those come from? Right? Like I have no idea where that really came from. Yet it came from somewhere, right? It came from that unconscious mind. I just put them on the, on the paper. And then you feel a little bit more connected to the things that have made you who you are. So that was at the top of this pyramid. So you have these three sections. You have your body at the base. You have your relationships in the middle. And then you have yourself at the top. Jonah Hill asked, asked Phil Stutz, he says, this pyramid, what percentage of this pyramid does this make up of your mental health? Phil Stutz said, this pyramid makes up about 85% of your mental health. Let's think about that for a second. 85% of your mental health is determined by your body, your relationships, and yourself. That's 85% of your mental health. So when I heard that stat, I said, wow. I said, if we just understood how to be more deliberate with the exercise and the physical strength and the physical stress that we put on ourselves on a weekly basis, actually doing it for a reason, right? And a second part of that is, is nutrition. And I don't want to get a ton into nutrition, even though it is probably even more important than the body from kind of this, this physical standpoint. Yet having an exercise routine that is strenuous is so important. Right? Like just going to the gym and just half-assing it does not get it done. Right? There needs to be some sort of stress. You need to feel some sort of pain. Right? In order for a muscle to grow, it has to be ripped apart. Right? In order for human beings to grow, we have to feel some sort of stress, some sort of challenge. And having that challenge be within your body, I think, is beautiful because there's so many benefits to it. Right? It helps your physical health. It helps your mental health. 
it's such an important piece to your life. It is the foundation of that pyramid, right? Your relationships with other people, not feeling alone, feeling a sense of community, feeling a sense of connection, right? Not always feeling that isolation from everybody else in the world and saying, what did they figure out that I missed? Developing those relationships that might even turn into intimate relationships or deeper connections. And then the last piece, your relationship with yourself, journaling, writing down these things that just come out of feeling, right? They come out of nowhere and then you read it back and you're like, wow, where is this coming from, right? Your, your curiosity gets sparked and that relationship with yourself becomes so, so much more evident. It becomes more real when you can actually see it on a piece of paper. So if you practice those three things, your body, your relationship, and yourself, that is 85% of your mental health right there. I thought that was just incredibly valuable, incredible insight. And really, you could listen to this and be like, that's bullshit, right? There's so many more things that contribute to my mental health. Yet, what if you listen to this and you say, you know what? Maybe Phil Stutz is right. Maybe this therapist, this doctor who is fairly well-respected, well-known, right? Maybe he is right. 85% of our mental health is in those three categories. What if you decided to believe that that was correct? Is it a possibility that your mental health would start to increase if you focused on just those three areas? Is it a possibility? Now, that is a question that you can ask for yourself, and that is a question that you can ask yourself in those three areas. Seriously ask yourself, like, like, what am I doing to improve my body every day, right? To have, and you can have a rest day, right? You can have a rest day and go for a walk, right? Going for a mile walk is not extraneous by any means. Doing yoga, some light yoga, some light stretching, right? Something to just cause a little bit of blood flow, cause a little bit of movement. Brian Johnson's fundamentals are eat, move, and sleep. That to me, I think are those are the three things that I, I kind of connect them to this pyramid in different ways, yet it was, I think it was just said a different way with, with stuts, with your body, your relationships, and yourself. Yet really ask yourself, like, what am I doing that is improving my body? Seriously. Like every single day, what am I doing to help strengthen the relationships that I have in my life? How many times have I gone out to breakfast with somebody I, I enjoy being with? How many times have I gone out to dinner? How many times have I called somebody on the phone? Have I texted them? Have I emailed, emailed somebody? What am I doing to make sure I don't feel alone or I don't feel isolated? And last, what am I doing for myself? How am I connecting with who I truly am? that essence, that passion, that fire that is burning inside of you, that little kid, right, that grew up into this beautiful human being that you are today, right, all the experiences, all the uniqueness that you have, right, those three areas are 85% of your mental health. So thank you guys, everybody, for, for listening to this, this topic today. Uh, I think this is really valuable, and I really hope that you take these three areas and incorporate them into your life because it will help tremendously. I know it will because this is something that I per consciously work on a lot, my body, my relationships, and myself. And I think it's something that you can benefit from as well. So thank you guys for tuning in today. If you liked the episode, give it a rating. Let me know. 
I'll keep doing things similar to this, you know, kind of trying to improve your mental health and and your physical health, right? That's the libraries and weight rooms mentality, hitting both areas to improve our overall progress, which makes us happier individuals. So thank you guys for tuning in. Episode number 65. We'll talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.